0: So here's the backstory of love and Merry Christmas. Uh, what a great time of year, day, week, whenever you're listening. But this is love and this is the fourth show of our Advent month, or actually Advent month, Christmas month, and it's love. And I love, love, I love, love. And I loved the show because we actually taped it in Abbotsford, BC, that's the, sort of the west side of Canada in front of a live um, audience and uh, with all great women who are doing really different things. They're pastors, actors, working um, with um, recovery in eating disorders and loved being with Marika and Helen and Nicola and Lisa as we talked about love. And love meaning like, how do we love ourselves? How do we love others? How does Jesus, inform how we love and whom we love. And really, at the end of the show it was really awesome because we came up with these beautiful thoughts based on our own personal experiences of how we love and how we look at people with love the same way that Jesus looks at us with great love too. And so, I think the backstory for this is that, you know, See Here Love was birthed out of the idea that people needed to be seen, heard, and loved. And I think the love part is key. Being seen, yes, so that you're not invisible, that you are seen as a valuable person in the world. And then heard so that your story is heard, your voice matters, your thoughts matter, uh, you belong at the table, to be in conversation and community. And then loved is just a sense of belonging, that love is I belong, that another person sees, hears me, values me, and wants to be in relationship with me. And as I was you know, starting up this show, uh, love resonated. People want to belong, uh, to be known, to be seen, and to be loved, and so uh, this show is great because the greatest love story, I believe, is, is God entering humanity, this incarnational act of God becoming human and coming to be with us and live with us and learn from us and inspire us and lead us and show us this upside down kingdom, countercultural way of living, which wasn't about self centeredness or selfishness, but it was completely about other centeredness. It was completely about bringing those that society deemed the lesser and saying, oh no, I will lift them up uh, to be. To be higher, to everything was upside down with Jesus. And, and to, to know and learn from him about love is pretty amazing. You know, in that time, he's loving women and the despised and the wretched. And he embraces them and comes for dinner. And then ultimately, not only does he come to be human and be with us, but then he dies uh, so that we could be in right relationship with him and, and, and God. And that's pretty beautiful. What a beautiful love story. And so, you know, as I, as I sat um, hosting this show with these amazing women around me and with a live audience who were clapping, and it was a moment, honestly, that I was like, wow, this is why I do this work to ensure that people all over the world know that they're loved by God, that they matter, they are worthy, they are beloved, their voice matters no matter what you've done, God loves you. Did you hear me? No matter what you've done, no matter the things that you've done, no matter where you're at in life, God sees you and hears you and he loves you. And that's the greatest message I think the world has ever heard. And actually I think the world needs to hear more and more that they are loved. And that's the backstory for this Christmas show.
1: You are
0: Well, welcome to our last Christmas show, our Advent show on See Here Love. I'm Melinda Estabrooks, your host, and we are in beautiful Abbotsford, BC, in a wonderful chalet. And I'm joined by these wonderful, beautiful women. Welcome.
2: Great to Thank be you
0: here. Yes. Was we celebrate Advent, the first week of Advent here on See Here Love, we talked about what this wreath meant and what Advent means. And we looked at hope, that Jesus brings hope to the world. And our second week of Advent, we looked at peace. And we actually looked at the conflict that is happening around the world and how the Prince of Peace brings reprieve from the pain and conflict that we face. And then our third week of Advent, we actually had an all male panel as we talked about Jesus is joy to the world, and so today we end Advent as we celebrate love, love coming to our world and entering humanity to Invite us into his love story. And we also light the white candle, the Christ candle, because he has come. So we celebrate, ladies today, love and Christ coming, Jesus being born today. So I think you're going to have lots to say about that. But I I probably should introduce you all. So we've got Marika (laughs) Seward. Oh, Marika. Look at, there's a whole whole (laughs) bunch of stuff about you. Hold on. Marika, Marika. (laughs) Artist, singer. Actor, runs a talent agency with her husband. You are not busy at all. Not at all. No, I and can see didn't homeschool. Did you get that part? No, I didn't. Oh, you, and you oh, homeschool. You are busy. <laughs> okay, Marika, your Christmas question as we kind of warm everybody up. Right. Um, favorite person or animal in the nativity, other than Jesus, that you love? I'm going to say the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me
3: out. Right. So, I recent, we recently, well, probably a couple of years ago, we got a puppy named Kiona. She's a Shiba Inu. I'm totally mm-hmm. not a dog person. Yeah. at all, uh-huh. or animals for that, yeah. no matter. But there's something very spiritual about animals that I have found from having this puppy, and it she basically makes me rest. So I think there was oh. probably something very restful about having the animals around. And the donkey's always cute in the cartoons. Okay, I was gonna say, in the context of the donkey. Yeah, yeah, the
0: context of the donkey, the donkey thought was cute. Okay. And, like the cartoon. So the donkey the caused Mary to be calm throughout the I whole just, thing, is what you're saying. I just think there's something about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. The donkey. That's yep. a good one. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's <Okay>. awesome. <laughs> That's great.
0: Get a puppy. we will see. have a new revelation of the
2: donkey. And, okay.
0: And for you who are watching the show, she keeps looking out here, and you're wondering who is actually a live audience here with us. <laughs> I totally forgot to mention this incredible live audience. I'm like, we're in Abbotsford, we're celebrating love, and I miss the audience. So that was a nice Good segue. Good segue. All right, Helen Burns beside me. Hello. Pastor at Relate Church in Surrey, British Columbia, and an international speaker as well. Welcome.
2: Great to be with you.
0: Okay, Helen, your favorite
2: Christmas song? I think it has to be Silent Night. Oh, yes. I love all things Christmas, but yeah, I think I have to pick that one. Because you know, it makes me peaceful. The donkey really <laughs> doesn't work for me, but the donkey <laughs> and silent night. That's I think so. Good. Isn't that everyone's favorite? Yeah,
0: I love that song too. I was gonna get, start singing it, but we won't. That's another show. <laughs> All right, we've got Lisa Stralo here. Welcome, Lisa. Now you have okay. So you you're a leader at Southridge Fellowship Church in British Columbia. You're homeschooling mom too. So I see the connection, and you're a mom of a seven-year-old boy.
4: Yes, I am. I'm also also a stepmom. And you are a stepmom. Yes, to two older boys. And I also recently became a grandmother. Oh, that's amazing. uh, Yes.
0: (laughs) Lisa, your question is favorite Christmas movie?
4: I would have to say by far A Christmas Carol, the most recent one with um, Jim Carrey. So I love that. (laughs) I just, I love it because... I just love the fantasy elements too, behind the scenes of um, what goes on there. But also, just how Scrooge has changed, how he has changed. I love that. I love that, seeing that progression. I love it. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you.
0: And then to my left here, Nicola Bartel. Welcome. You're the Executive Director of Mercy Ministries Canada, a young women residential program for addiction, abuse, and eating disorders. All right, good. I think you're going to have a lot to say about love here today. Uh, Favorite Christmas food to make, bake, or eat? Well, favorite Christmas food to
5: eat would be something savory, but I do bake a shortbread recipe for my Nana, which is a Scottish recipe. I was originally from the UK, Mm. so it's a way for me to integrate my culture here within my family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I actually suck at baking, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) But if you want something savory, I rock. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> done, done and done. Well, I've never answered all these questions, so I'm gonna try to do this quick, because I've done this for four yeah, totally. weeks. Okay, uh, favorite Christmas food to eat, because I don't make or bake or cook, would be my, my mom's homemade pierogies, or peroha. My mother is actually Ukrainian, my dad is German. In context for some people, I'm adopted. And so, I know people are like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> pierogies? I
0: know. Pierogies? Yeah. Pierog- I should've given context <laughs> <Yeah>. beforehand. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. pierogies, <laughs> <Okay>. or perogies. <laughs> Borscht and cabbage rolls. So that would be my favorite food to eat. Favorite Christmas song, I would say, Oh Holy Night is one of my absolute favorites. Um, favorite Christmas movie, Elf. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, I cannot, cannot, Elf <laughs> is just, it always just makes me laugh thinking about that. And favorite person or animal in the nativity, Uh, I would say, um, I think the angel or, or, well, yeah, no, I would say the angel, the angel was like hovering around just ringing. So I would say that. So that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I know. I was going to say Jesus. I know. No, it was good. Well, now that we're all warmed up, (laughs) let's move into news and views. In every show that we do, um, we always share about something that's going on in the world that, that relates to the theme and topic of what we're talking about, especially because today is about Advent love. And so here are some stats I wanna share with you and then how it connects to love. So the latest report from the UN Refugee Agency says this, that there are 70.8 million forcibly displaced people worldwide. That of those 25.9 million people are refugees today, 3.5 million are asylum seekers, and 41.3 million people are internally displaced people. Those numbers are huge, yeah. but how does it relate to love when we're looking at, and I want to say this verse because it's in Leviticus 19, 34, it says, when a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself for you are foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord, your God. Mm. How does that verse relating to love, relating to these massive numbers on people who are displaced and living in our countries. Connect with love, what are your thoughts? Um,
3: I completely connect with that because I'm an immigrant to Canada. I was an immigrant to the UK UK when I was a kid. Um, Recently, very recently learned that um, when my mom moved to the UK, she actually had no papers. So I was basically like how Mexicans are in the US. Mm. That's what I was to the UK. And what I think when it comes to love and to Jesus, what I've learned is it's never an us and them mentality. It's just us. Yeah. Jesus loves all yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very purposeful about making relationships of all different cultures. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, it's just the way that Jesus would be if he were here you know, yeah. in person
0: today. That's so.
2: good. Yeah. yeah. I have such a heart for the refugee because that's my grandparents' story. Mm. They came, they escaped out of Russia, Mennonite history, which is well known in Canada. Many parts of the world don't know what a Mennonite is but uh, but here um, they came and uh, they were welcomed and, and it's a story of opening up your heart and it was love, but what I've seen on the other side of it, in the family Mm. of origin that I grew up with, so welcoming to others as well, that I think that they were so well loved and received and given opportunity out of that. Now I've watched that heart just keep giving and Mm. giving and giving. They felt grateful and taught us gratitude. And I think that's how we show it to others. It's just like Jesus would do. Yeah, Um,
0: absolutely. It's great, Helen. Yeah, Mm. I
2: think, uh, stepping into
0: community for me
5: and seeing women yeah, specifically that are on the fringe and pursuing them and bringing them in and raising their voice yeah. mm-hmm. i mean that's jesus he he left mm-hmm. and went for the one yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah
4: beautiful mm-hmm. thanks yeah. yeah i would say i know in my own experience just growing up just having a sense of belonging is um Has been a challenge at times in school um i you wouldn't know it but i have a bit of a a metis background there's first nations in my family and so when i was a little girl i would go into communities and um be part of that and know that that was part of who i was and yet i was not accepted because i was Mm -hmm. blonde and i looked different and so that was really hard for me and so um i think going forward like when i think about just how i Um, want to treat others. I think about Jesus and how he, he came and how he, um, he, he mixed with, with the people who were unmixable. And, um, and so I just really follow that model. And I, I think that it's, it's wonderful that he treated me that way and embraced me that way. And so mm-hmm. why wouldn't I embrace anybody? And we never know yeah. somebody's story. Like you, right. never, yeah, you right. never know somebody's story and what they're walking or who yeah. they are or anything. Right. So I try to keep that in
0: mind. I love that because in the Leviticus, Leviticus scripture says, love them as yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a perfect time and season where everybody wants to be loved. They wanna be known and they wanna be loved. And so thank you for your thoughts. Those are beautiful as we say, we have foreigners and refugees and asylum seekers and inter, you know, internally displaced people amongst us. And how are we to love them? Love as Jesus loves uh, with openness and care and kindness. Great thoughts, thank you. Well, when we come back, we're gonna be coming back to this panel to share more about love, God entering our story and bringing love to the world. That's next. Start your week off with me in your inbox. Sign up for our weekly newsletter today for exclusive content of See, Here Love. Blogs, behind-the-scenes footage, and access to giveaways you'll love. Sign up today and let's start our week together. Hi, I'm Melinda, host and executive producer of See, Here Love. Well, today it's our final Advent show where we're talking about love. The God entering into our human story is the ultimate and most beautiful love story of all time. God came to be with us, to be present with us, to be in relationship with us, to show us his love for all of us, for me and for you and for the whole world. You know, our world is connected more than ever before and yet loneliness is at an all time high and far too many people are suffering from feeling isolated, feeling unloved, but it seems especially difficult for young women. And I think that's why my favorite part of the entire See Her Love program is the community it builds, the love that it gives. And so whether you're watching us on TV or reading our blogs or viewing us on YouTube or listening to our podcast, see, here, love brings us all together. It intentionally creates a place where you can be seen, heard and loved by God. And that is the heart of us all, isn't it? To be known and to be loved because this is the thing. Christ's love covers all of these things, shame, loneliness and our fear. And that is why I'm inviting you to join our community. Our See, Here Love community needs you. Your wisdom, your perspective, your voice. We need you and we need you to become a monthly supporter, a community member to help ensure that the See, Here Love community continues. Your monthly gift of 20, 50 or $100 combined with the generosity of others will create a foundation that See, Here Love can thrive, flourish and continue to build a safe and authentic and a loving community, a place where you can be seen, heard and deeply loved by God. Please give today at seeherelove.com slash donate. Well, God entering our human story is really a love story. And who doesn't love a good love story? All of us. And so I want to ask you about love. That in this act, this incarnational act of God entering our human story, it was a love story for all all the world. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about that? What is the message of Jesus? Why does it connect to people that's really deeply rooted in love? And why does the world need to hear about this story of love? Me first? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I think because love is
3: the ultimate thing that
0: connects us all
3: as humans. It is our humanity. Um, Wherever you are in life, uh, I think we have a desire to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, especially in Canada, we're so multicultural, so diverse, yet people are still not in relationship with each other and just loving people, loving each other as they are. And I think, um, you know, it again, the story of Jesus, like, you know, he is with us, he is for us, for all people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's something that I continually strive to to be purposeful with how I love in the way that Jesus would with anybody that I meet.
2: For him in the world. Yeah. You know, I think about belonging, I think it's so amazing that I think the greatest need outside of Jesus and bread and water that we need air to breathe, we all want to belong, every one of us, we mm-hmm. want a place to belong. And I think the gift of Jesus coming into this humanity, sitting at the table with us and, and embracing us all is saying, I know what it's like to come mm-hmm. into this space, yeah. to be a part of the story, to find a place to belong and inviting us because I think that's what human nature, all of us, our humanity longs to be seen, longs to be known, longs to have a place at the table. And I think that's what Jesus did when he entered mm-hmm. this story in humanity. He made a place for every one of us yeah. to belong. Mm-hmm.
0: So we all belong, yeah, we do. every yeah. one so of
2: us.
5: He, yeah. 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 I think also in the way that he came in such a humble way, in such a vulnerable way, mm-hmm. and to connect with us so that we can know that we're fully knowable by him mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and that everybody belongs at the table, right? And I look at who sits at the table, right? Who sat mm-hmm. at his table,
0: right? So, yeah. It's yep. often, women.
5: Women at the table. <laughs> t-
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Women, women yeah. certainly <laughs> sat at the table. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That is just yeah. speaks of the magnitude of God's love that he, he would give himself in such a way and sit with us yeah. and yeah. grow up with us yeah. and
0: learn with us. And, and, like, that's, and I think that's the key about love is that so that he could know us. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, when, when yeah. you know, when we go to him and say, wow, this is what I'm going through. He actually went through that as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the real connection point of great love to say, okay, I'm going to leave this and come into your space and story, enter it. Yeah. So I can know you and relate to you and mm-hmm. get you. Like that's ultimate relationship yeah. and Incredible. love, and get you yeah. so mm-hmm. that when you are in need, when you need me, then I know exactly, and you'll know that I know. Do you know what I'm saying? You'll know that I know. You know, I love that. Now, you're all in in really different spaces in the work that you do and the people that you influence and connect with. How does your relationship with Jesus inform who you love and how you love?
5: Yeah, I think the young women that I work with, um, the the opportunity for them to experience Christ in an authentic way, in a real way, through those that are walking beside them, that nobody's perfect, everyone has flaws, and yet He's completely knowable. And once we connect with Him and connect with ourselves, because I think sometimes that gets missing. Many of the young women that I work with have been in the church, they've grown up in the church, and so they know God, you know, and they. They believe God loves them, but once they actually connect, that God loves them, mm-hmm. likes them, adores mm-hmm. them, and they can then connect with themselves, mm-hmm. then they can actually love others. We can't connect and, and love others unless we're connected to Him, true. and we mm-hmm. actually love
0: ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are women that have with addictions and eating Disorder, Eating disorders. disorders,
5: self-harm, anxiety, depression, yeah. It's wow. anything that's stopping them really stepping into who they were created to be fully and entirely.
2: Wow. You know, leading a church, my husband and I have been pastoring for 34 years and kind of never saw ourselves doing that. We thought he'd be a dentist for the rest of his (laughs) life when we felt the call of God to plant a church. Quite a difference. And so in these 34 years, you meet some of the easiest people in the world to love and some of the hardest (laughs) people in the world to love. But the beauty of the journey is that when you know, as Nicola said, when you've been loved by God and you recognize how God has forgiven you. And none Mm -hmm. of us in ourselves are really that easy to love. We all have challenges, (laughs) but God loves us irrespective of our behavior, of our good days or whatever. Mm -hmm. But from that, we can love others. And so I find it amazing Mm -hmm. that God will grace you to love people that you think, I don't know how I'm going to love them. (laughs) But only God's love can give you that. And when you've received it and and drank from the fountain of his love, now you've got it to pour out to others. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit, I'm kind of amazed at people that I've found the ability mm-hmm. to love, yeah. have grace like with. <laughs> Notice
0: she looked over oh, me yeah. and was like, No, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no.
2: Everyone at this table is really easy. <laughs> but I might have had a few over the years that you know um, have been a challenge. But I thought, how amazing that mm. God's ability—I could never do it in my own strength. Yeah. But God's love wow. is enough. So it's good. enough. Is good. So good. Yeah. It's just a very practical thing because people are like,
0: How does that actually really work out in our in our lives? And yeah. it's like, It does. Like. When yeah. You are loved by yeah. him, and all the imperfections. Yeah. There's a place where it's like, then I can, I can literally love somebody is with imperfections too. It's true. Yes. Yeah, it's and good.
3: My story is similar to Helen's. I, you know, when you know who's you are, and when I say who's, mm-hmm. we are gods. You know, I work in the film and the music industries, which is a, is, you know, there's a lot of influential people, a lot of people with money, a lot of people with, you know, fame, quote unquote. Um, and I think there's a tendency for people to always want something from these people. When you know who you are in God and whose you are, (laughs) um, you trust God for every step, every next project, every paycheck, Mm -hmm. every, so you can actually just go into it loving people. Mm -hmm. We all do life together, we do work together. We go through some of the hardest things, you know, in Vancouver there's stunt people dying this last year and just things that happen in life, you know, working long hours, but sometimes I just need a friend. And that's it, it's not this giant, you know, mission field to save the world with, it's just to have a friend to give a hug. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, and then when you, and as I said, when you know who's you are, you just have this overflowing fountain of love to give, yeah. you know, so.
4: Good, yeah. thanks Marika. I think, yeah, I think for me, like when I think about human nature, right, like there is um, so much about us that we can't be trusted. You know, and um, and I know for me, like I, before coming into a relationship with God, like I wouldn't trust me sometimes because I would lie and I would cheat and I would do little things that I know God always saw. And yet he 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 still loved me and he still took me back and he still met with me, if you will. And um, and so when I think about the prospect of um, other people and what they what they're they're challenging t- to love at times, but you know, just to to remember that like God trusted me <laughs> even mm-hmm. when I was untrustworthy. That really helps mm-hmm. me to remember how to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's hard so to do in family and in situations really that are like, yeah, you where you know, right, mm-hmm. that somebody is not trustworthy, and yet um, to show grace enough to yeah. to love them still. So it's mm-hmm. good. So love creates trust, and love creates an environment where when you can't do it on your
0: own. Yeah you've got God who can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then love creates friendship, and just sort of the, to simplify, it's not always the big, but it's just the hug or yeah, yeah, yeah. a friendship, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I think it is that we've made love so complicated sometimes with expectations, right? Yeah. and really it's just like actually receive God's love. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and love, love in
3: Christianity. I think right. in Christianity alone, we've made love very complicated, yeah. Yeah. you know? When we realize that His grace is enough, yeah. more than enough. Yeah. It's, it's easy to,
0: yeah.
3: you know, say hi to a neighbor or look up when we're walking past somebody yeah. or, exactly. you know. Yeah, it is, yeah. And,
0: and, it's, and it's not always easy. I mean, to think of others, you know, rather than yourself, to love the hard people. <laughs> it's it's not easy, but we know with, with God and God's spirit in us, we can do it. Sure can. Really great thoughts. When we come back, we're gonna light the fourth candle of love around the advent wreath, and we're also gonna light the Christ candle because Jesus, has come, and we have a special guest coming on the set, Brian Dirksen, who's gonna be singing his song, Hallelujah Emmanuel, from his new album, The Heart of Christmas. has come he has come now as we gather around the advent wreath and the candles let us pray and light Mm. the fourth candle of love and the middle christ candle because he has come and let us celebrate the birth of jesus christ the king the lord has come emmanuel god with us
3: incarnate taking on flesh right here right now light in the shadows flickering yet strong Leading us in the way, we light a candle of love that we might better see the good news of our with us God who sits down in our midst to share our humanity.
1: We're strangers far from home, exiles waiting to return, scattered people all alone. Love came down to bring us close. Love came down to bring us close. Hallelujah, let the bells ring. Hallelujah, Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Every heart sing Hallelujah, Emmanuel Now's the time for Christmas peace All are welcome at the feast we are family, we are one with God the Father, Spirit, Son, in God our home, the three in one. Hallelujah, let the bells ring. Hallelujah, Emmanuel. Hallelujah, every heart sing. Hallelujah, Emmanuel. Exiles waiting to return. Scattered people all alone, but love came down to bring us close. Love came down to bring us close.
0: Thank you all for being here and sharing about love and celebrating love coming to Earth and entering our story. Last thoughts about love. If you're thinking about somebody who is feeling unloved and feeling alone this Christmas, because we know that actually the season brings up a lot of isolation and sadness, what would you say and encourage one of our viewers and listeners on love today?
2: I can't help but think about the one as a pastor, as someone who often sees people that feel like, I don't know if I can come to church. I don't know if I can be there. I haven't had a good year. I haven't been mm. doing what I think I should be doing. Often they're hiding, but I think about the love of Jesus and he's reaching out, looking for the one, yeah. the one. And I think about the ones that I have in my life that, that I, I just want to be sure that they know that I love them and that God mm. loves them and that I would go out of my way to actually engage them to connect with them and to tell them how very loved they are.
0: Yeah. it's mm. good, Helen.
2: Thank you. I would say that, that you are loved as you are um,
3: mm. in your brokenness, yeah. in your grief, yeah. in your success, in your celebrations. Um, if you're feeling alone, you are loved as you are.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Beautiful. Beautiful. I think I'd say, too, he's closer than you think. If mm. you're feeling lonely, you're feeling isolated, not good enough, too, too much, not enough, you are. You're absolutely who you were intended to be. He created you beautifully and he loves you. He adores you and step into the community. You are lovable and you are gold.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, good.
4: yeah, I would say that, um, there's uh, there's a number of people out there who are listening, who are watching that um, are struggling with this. They're struggling with feeling embraced. They're feeling um, it's hard to connect back into family, mm-hmm. um, to community, to uh, work situation. Like it, it, life is tough. And um, maybe maybe you're really far, and you feel like mm-hmm. you're so far. Mm-hmm. But please come home. Like come home. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, there is there is. There are so many people who love you, and just trust that. I would say just trust that, and just go with that small trust, that small bit of trust you can put into somebody in that community, so.
0: That's beautiful. Beautiful. I'm
4: so thankful for all of you. Thank you for
0: the good work of love in your spaces and places of influence and work, and in your connections. Keep going. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Marika. Oh, feeling the love. Wow. Marika, Helen, Nicola and Lisa, thank you so much for your thoughts. And I hope you have a very Merry Christmas as well. Thank you. Thank you. And to you, our viewers and listeners, thank you for being with us for all four weeks of Advent as we looked at hope and peace and joy and love. And if we can help you in any way, please go to seeherelove.com for blogs and content to help you on your journey. And here's the thing as I want to end with as we celebrate Christmas. If you're searching for hope, and you're searching for peace, and you're searching for joy, and ultimately love, after all these conversations, I hope and pray that you look and search for the one who can give you all those things, Jesus. Jesus the one. Jesus the one who loves you and came into your story to give you hope and life and all that you need. And so we hope that you experience him for the first time this season and that you get into a community and a church and uh, know that we'll be praying for you this Christmas season. And always know that you are seen, heard, and deeply, deeply loved by God. Merry Christmas, bye.